Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences podcast, the dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Gina found the hat. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's awesome. I don't know how, but she found it. It's like (laughs) Doc Brown. I don't know how, but they found me. I don't know how, but she found it. Um, awesome. Not all, not all is well that ends well, though. Uh-oh. So, I don't know how she found it, but somehow she found it. Off the, like, very little clue that I was, like, nylon, uh-huh. orange, vintage, rope, you know, white rope, Texas uh-huh. inscript. She found it. It's, it's from a company called Snag Collective, and that's their Instagram. Huh. And so, I found their post... That like I guess was their ad at some point. Let me find it here. Uh, Sounds like something you get on Urban Dictionary. Like you don't really want to search that. Um, (laughs) uh, Experimenting with puff embroidery, limited run of Texas script hats available online now. So Gina emails Mm -hmm. them. They reply, hey, Gina, sorry for the delay here. We are, in fact, sold out of this cap. We don't have any more of the blanks, so unfortunately cannot make another. We will be running another similar cap with white fabric and a burnt orange rope, but this orange cap is gone forever. Oh. (laughs) Which is why I have not seen the ad again for the hat. Wow. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Well, you think if there was that much demand, they sold out, just make more. Make some more. Right. I don't know. Give the people what they want, Lance. That's, That's what I heard. And Texas fans, notoriously, the best time to sell them things is like uh-huh. summer, September. Once we get really? like into the second, third week of September, we've lost a game and we don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did see this the other day, though. I just sent you a picture of, of the hat. Just so you could see it and see how it's exactly what I described it as. Oh, yeah. I'll be damned. You know what I mean by like a vintage, uh, vintage yeah. golf hat with the rope? You know what I mean now? Uh-huh. Yeah. Here's the other thing I saw. Let me see if I can find this. I saw that the Texas Longhorns got a new recruit this week. A five-star recruit. Oh. Five-star recruit. Let me see if Big I can find Big fan of five. This. Big fan of five. Um, <laughs> his name is Lance St. Louis. <laughs> this is for real. <laughs> he is a five-star long snapper. <laughs> of course he is. How good at long snapping do you have to be to be five stars? 2022 five-star long snapper Lance St. Louis has committed to Texas. He's the number two ranked long long snapper in the country per Cole's professional camps. Lance St. Louis from Boston. No? Yeah. I. I, uh, (laughs) It says Arizona here. Oh, really? Okay. That just seems like a letdown. All right. This is this is from his his scouting report. Lance St. Louis <laughs> just sounds like a fucking foreign name. It's just 
Lance St. Louis continues to display why he is one of the best long snappers in the world and has the talent to play for any program in America. He has a rare combination of athleticism and snapping talent. <laughs> and he sounds like a Ford star. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, what are you good at? I snap, snap real it. well. Uh, St. Louis recently com- uh, competed at the Coles Western Showcase, and he finished the day with an average snap time of 0.66 seconds. I have no idea if that's good or bad. That's the, you want that? Okay. I guess I don't, I, he snap followed up his strong charting performance by running a 4.7540. When does your long snapper ever need to run 40 yards? <laughs> or move. Um, I mean, Lance St. Louis has the talent and drive to play the position for a very long time. I can't wait to see which program is fortunate enough to add him to their roster. Well, he's coming to Texas, Lance. He's he's your next Texas Longhorn. Nice. Um, he looks like he's 14 years old. I'm looking at his <laughs> picture. I will send it to you. Um, Lance oh, St. I'm, I'm Louis. I'm going to be a big fan. I'm going to get I'm, me a jersey. I'm getting a jersey for sure. <laughs> this is this changing the program, Lance. I mean, it's Vince oh, Young, Ricky Williams, Earl Campbell, <laughs> Colt McCoy, Lance St. Huh. Louis, five-star long snap. Cole's kicking, punting, snapping. All right. I had no idea they ranked long snap. I didn't either. I thought that was something you, you get out of desperation. Who wants to hike the ball? I got to, we got to. It's like the coach's kid or, mm-hmm. you know, like like the Rudy, you know, the kid yeah. who just uh-huh. like is, has enough hustle. You don't want to cut him. You like right. find somewhere. Um, it's actually so so secretly. Long snapping is is the position that you can't really get hit. It's against the rules to get hit. So oh. you snap the ball and no one can touch you basically while you're snapping the ball or after. So Sign the only time up. that you, you really can get blown up by a by a defensive lineman is if the the if it's a bad snap uh-huh. um or, or it's a fake. One of those two things. Uh, um, gotcha. So other than that, you you don't really get hit. And if you are really good at it, it's something you can do for 15 years. And, and and technically, like in the NFL, you would make the league minimum. But after sure. like five years, a league minimum is over a million dollars a year for a long snapping. You're not getting hit. You do one thing. You play. You got one job. Punts and yeah. field goals. And so that's six plays a game, seven plays a game, something like that. Yeah. I mean, and you don't get hit. And it's just like, so it, it is a bucks. sweet gig. I just had yeah. no idea they, they ranked them. God, what I, I, I threw away my youth. I know. I, I, so did I. Cause you can, if like, that's one thing that you can, you know, you don't really like need, you know, like, I don't know. Do you really need to go to a bunch of camps to learn how to long snap? Like, I don't know. I, I feel mean, like I don't need to memorize the playbook. Uh, yeah. I, that's all you do snap is snap it. the ball. I just snap. That's it. That's all you that's do. That's what I do. You get to, you have the Jersey, you're on the team. And uh. just think of all the, the chicks you get. Cause you're, you're on the Texas football team. I'm a Longhorn. Check me out. I'll show and you. And your name is Lance St. Louis. And it's just like, it's it's too good to be true. Lance the Longhorn. Ah, so good. So I'm so jealous of Lance St. Louis. It's, I it's, am too. It, if there was a movie, if there was an action movie that came out starring uh-huh. Keanu Reeves and his name was Lance St. Louis, it would be like people would never stop making fun of it. Like this, no, <laughs> this is not... What, uh-huh. Like Johnny Utah or something? Wasn't that his name in Point Break? Something like that, yeah. I think it was Johnny Utah. And it was just like no one has ever had the last name of Utah. Yeah, not on purpose. Uh, Johnny Utah. Yeah, Johnny Utah was um, 
<laughs> Keanu Reeves in Point Blank. Uh, yeah. You've ever known anybody in your life with the last name of Utah? No. And now there's Lance St. Louis, which is it's the exact same thing. It's the exact same name. Oh, man. I'm excited about uh, our five-star. Um, I am too. <laughs> long snapper. I am too. Um, it is today's Tuesday night. Um, I head up to Austin on Thursday morning early. Oh. For AGD 2021. Is that a two-hour drive? How far is that? Uh, 90 minutes. Okay. Um, it, depending on traffic, less. Hmm. Um, if traffic is average, I'll, I'll hopefully leave early enough to, to miss some morning morning traffic and, and hopefully All be right. there in an hour or so. But um, it's it's AGD 2021, and I'm tabbed for six programs over three days. Seven, actually eight, technically, if we want to get, wow. there, if we want to get cute about it. So, All right. Um, four of those are hands-on. <laughs> two of those... You're getting hands yeah, two of those four are virtual and in person. Uh huh. So, tell me about it, that. It's yeah. It's been a. It's been a. In I'm just gonna say it's been like this has been the most headache I've ever had for a meeting. Because um, it like this started last year. I was supposed to go to AGD 2020, mm-hmm. where I don't. I think that I don't remember that was supposed to be Vegas. I think it was supposed to be Caesar's Palace. Mm. Um, which obviously got canceled, but they had me doing four, two lectures, uh-huh. two hands-on. Okay. Um, and then like, I don't know, a couple weeks after we signed that contract, one of the people from the councils that came in, we need two more hands-on to really fill out like the Saturday schedule. Do you have anything else you could do? And mm. I was like, um, yeah, I mean, I could do, I've never seen a hands-on glass ionomer course. Like, oh yeah, mm. that sounds good. Like we could do that. Um, and I had some glass ionomer lecture content. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that's, that's not bad. And then we get some Equia and get some Fuji Auto Mix LC and do some, you know, mm-hmm. sandwich techniques and all that stuff. All the stuff sure. you do glass ionomer for. I was like, all right, that, that could be a course. That would be, actually be okay. okay. So I talked to the people at GC and they were like, yeah, super excited about it. So like, yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're like, do you have one more thing you could do? And I was like, uh, all right, well, who are some companies I know that could mm-hmm. help make this, something happen and Comet? Came to mind and um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so I I asked Mike Totola if it'd be okay if I did a reverse crown prep technique course, and he was like, yeah, I was like, go ahead. So that th- those are the courses I was supposed to do for AGD 2020, and then of course all that got canceled, and I think I did a couple of virtual courses for them okay. um, in, in instead. Um, and so this year they're like, oh, let's just try back out the same lineup, which was cool. Um, hmm. I'm, oh, it's cool. It's Austin, so it's easy for me to get to. Okay. But then they added on, like, they want me to do a lecture to the new Dennis Lounge, um, which is like an hour lecture. So they cut off an hour of one of my other lectures and put me in the new Dennis Lounge for an hour. Then I then come to find out, like, they sold a ticket to have a glass of wine with me for some reason. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Called a wind down. Um, huh. So you it's bring it's, your it's own Franzia? Yeah, exactly. It's a lot. I get as as the speaker, I get one ticket for a glass of wine. <laughs> nice. You can, like maybe two. Like I'm, okay. Well, they get you to have you uh, drink straight from the the bag. I like mean, a it's Capri like Sun. you give me two drink tickets, maybe two. I, yeah. I'm not asking for like fifty. I don't want to get. I don't want to no. get. I don't want to get hammered, but like two right. would be fine. Like that'd uh-huh. be like, but one one just seems cheap. Three is excessive. Yeah. 
one is cheap, two's like the two's the magic number. Should be, yeah. You think? Um, so the pro- typically speaking, like so, I'm doing a hands-on composite course. Okay. Typically speaking, um, 3M would typically step up. They would supply the instruments and typodonts, supplies, uh-huh. hand pieces, all of it. They just have all that stuff created up. They yep. ship it around all over the country. Sure. It's turnkey, super easy. That's the way it's always. That's every time I've done a hands-on composite, it's always been with 3M. It's been great. Mm-hmm. Nice. They are on lockdown. Like they are company policy until end of summer. Can't do. Wow. Their, can't use their stuff. So they stood. They stepped up and and did supplies, which is great. I appreciate it. But now it's like, all right. Well, now we got to find instruments and uh, type of hunts and wow. hand pieces. Um, so I was like, okay. Well, the AGD, right? Whose focus is hands on. Uh huh. I mean, that's kind of what sets them apart. You know, is, yeah. is the FAGD, the MAGD, all the focus on on hands on. Uh huh. Does not own any hand pieces or type of dots. <laughs> so uh, who knew? We we're yeah. So scrambling. Um, wow. Been scrambling for weeks to find all the stuff, type of dots, um, and then they like threw on top of me in February that they were also going to open up two of the courses: the glass animer course and the composite course to virtual as well. And that sold seventy five tickets. So nice. not only do I have my 15 people in person, I also have 75 people watching online. <laughs> uh-huh. And <laughs> because AGD is super stickler for their rules because they make their own rules, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah. They are requiring, in order for people to get credit, they are requiring that the people who are virtual show me their work on the camera. Uh, okay. Now, I don't know how many Zoom calls you've been on. Not many, Do, do you think I can critically appraise someone's composite work <laughs> through the fucking camera on their um, iMac or on their MacBook Pro or their uh, whatever Surface Pro or whatever you know laptop or iPhone or iPad that they have? <laughs> I'm going to say so, no. Yeah. So that was cool. And then they sprung on me last week that because it's 75, it's too many people for me to do myself. Uh I needed to find a a few room monitors because they were going to break the people out into 15-person rooms. Gotcha. I needed to find some room monitors to help. Do they get like armbands, like a hall monitor? Yeah, no, like a sash. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And you have way too much power. It goes to your head. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Watch me like, wield dude, my it's power. Like, it's a week before. <laughs> like the composite course is on a Thursday afternoon. Like that's when people work unless uh-huh. they're taking the course. And and then the other course is like on a Saturday morning or something. Saturday uh-huh. afternoon, whatever it is. Um, I forget. I forget which is. I, it's so many courses that I don't know what is when. Um, fortunately, you graciously stepped up and you're going to room monitor the glass animer course. With well, only as, as long as I get a sash. You get a sash and you do get free registration to the entire meeting. So you can nice. drop in and drop in out of whatever you want to whatever and you want to see. Do I get a glass of wine with you? At least um, I think that's that's extra. <laughs> that <Okay>. is extra. <laughs> I want a voucher, damn it. I I only get one. So how many do you think you're getting? 
So it's wah, it's been wah. it's been a lot of work. I'm uh-huh. I love the AGD. I really do. Like I'm a I master do. in the AGD. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 my it's it's if I had to pick an organization, if I could only be a member of one, that would be what I picked. I'm with you. Um, so I love helping them, and I love the people there. It's just that this year has been, and I'm sure, like I I completely sympathize for them because I'm sure it's been oh yeah um as big a deal. But when you know, I just like I just figured they had stuff, like they don't have anything. Yeah, like, I. Huh. The, how, you're the AGD. Like, this is what you do. Like, oh, well, a lot of our states have this and that, whatever. Like, why regional. don't you? Yeah, exactly. Where does my fucking dues money go? Like, it should, think, you should have 20 and pieces. I think Washington, ours does. They've got a little. Yeah, a lot of states do. Like, it's, the master yeah. track and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, but, like, the national should have this stuff. You should have it. I, w- I would think, yeah. It is, that's surprising. I'm um, surprised. So hopefully it'll go off without a hitch. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Yappy is sponsoring my uh, my practice management marketing lecture, um, and I'm actually doing a yeah, it's gonna be great. I, I'm actually doing a hands on uh-huh. for that one, which is um, not super common to find hands on for that. But sure, um, I've done it before for a few Seattle State clubs, um, and so I was. I, it, it's been a couple years since I've done it, so I kind of just redid the whole thing. And I was going through. I was like, this is the most like. This is the best out of all the courses that I'm doing. This is like the one that's the best. Like this is the one that has the most content. It's like sure. all about like getting access to your Google My Business and doing like maximizing what you get out of Google My Business. Uh-huh. Um, learning how to flag a review, learning how to respond to reviews. Uh-huh. Um, learning and that's all. How... Yappy is the one that uh, does all this as part of their. No, they're suite? just sponsoring it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so I mean, like you know, Yappy doesn't really integrate with Google My Business, other than they can you know send some reminders to people to go yeah, leave your was, reviews. But I was going to say this, like, I, we we've uh, added Yappy and we're yeah. loving it so far. But I, I could tell it's way more powerful than I've even. Oh, that's the thing. The it, it's like it, yeah, it, 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 it's a little Dentrixy in that like Dentrix can do five bazillion things, and it's uh-huh. like you, you just have to sort of like. You, you have to eat the elephant with it. Like you can't yeah. add it all at once. So it's like you start with like the dashboard uh-huh. and then you start with like consent forms and then you sort of slowly, slowly add stuff. But yeah, it can do like re- re- like review stuff, like where it mm-hmm. sends a prompt to patients that have been in that day, you know, to, yeah. to, to leave a review. And um, so, yeah, no, that, that course will actually, actually should, should be pretty good. So um, yeah, cool. It's, what uh, day is that? I, I think that's Friday afternoon. Is the is the that one that hands on? Okay. Um, yeah. Thursday is composite. Friday is uh, internet marketing. Saturday is crown preps and glass automer. So they're working me like a mule. I, and I have no yeah. idea what I'm getting paid. I never even. I don't think yeah. I even looked. You got well. You got a voucher of wine. I do. I, I'm getting one <laughs> glass of. Um, I don't think it's going to be like Josh level wine. Like it's a, like a Behringer probably. Okay. All right. What's under that? Like Franzia, you brought it Franzia. <laughs> I think we're we're somewhere. Yeah. The can of house wine. It's probably better than Behringer. Okay. Have you seen those cans know. of wine? The wine that comes in a can. It says house yeah, wine. I, I just need glass. <laughs> I just don't like. I don't like wine out of anything but a glass. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I laughed. I saw it. I'm like, do you shotgun it? How? how what's the best way to use your speaking of shotgunning? Can? Speaking of shotgunning, like we got here. We got, we got, we got oh. our, our uh, major, major melon, melon, Mountain Dew Zero. Let's see what we get yeah. here. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's see. Yeah, a little dribble in it's your again, corner. It's again like 80%, 80% of the can. 
excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. No worries. Let's just this an advice show. Are you sure? <laughs> we answer your questions. We answer questions we find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members their own unique brand revised by throat burns right now. <laughs> <laughs> so please, we need your questions. They're the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. No, we don't want just any question. Do we, Lance? Oh, fuck no. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like what's the best way to do a hands-on course because we all know that throwing a bunch of random shit together from different companies is the best hands-on course of all time. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Does CR own 20 hand pieces and typodonts? No, because I think it's the CR people, the contributors that have the hand pieces. Oh, you think? No, I don't actually. I have bet any they. Idea. I, I almost guarantee you they have. Yeah, a, a, a hands-on setup. Probably. Reddit user necessary resolution asks: Too late to cancel Invisalign? Advice and help needed. Hey everyone. So I'm not sure if this is the best place to ask this. Happy to take suggestions for other subreddits to post it in. But I wanted to see if anyone had inside scoop on how billing with Invisalign works. Long story short. I recently started seeing a new dentist who immediately told me I needed tons of filling, which tons of fillings, which I completed. She also strongly recommended I get Invisalign to fix my teeth grinding. This probably should have been a red flag. She was very persistent and I felt pressured to agree. So I did. However, the whole thing didn't sit well with me. So I went to another dentist for a second opinion. She stated my teeth were totally fine for my age and that she would have never recommended Invisalign to me, but rather a night guard. So I called the office back to cancel, and now they're saying it's too late. My appointment is in three weeks, and it has already been, quote, paid for, and I can't back out. I did not sign a contract or anything. This was a verbal agreement I didn't realize was binding. They are now saying I have to pay 5K whether I do treatment or not since she sent my scans to the lab. Does anyone know if this is actually the case or what a typical lab fee for this sort of thing is, has anyone been in a similar situation? I feel like I'm being taken advantage of, and it sucks. Thanks. I think she is being taken advantage. Yeah, that's a, the balls on this dentist, or yeah, not. It was a. Did you say she? Okay, the ovum on this dentist. It's, they can still uh, have balls, Lance. Okay, all right. Yeah, I hate the word need uh, unless it's preceded by a want. So. If you want to do something, then you, you might need this or that. But to just look at someone to say, oh, yeah, your teeth, oh, you you need Invisalign. Eh, are they going to die? Yeah, Probably how not. many? I mean, I, I say this all the time. Like, no one's ever died because they have crooked teeth. Yep. And, you know, and Invisalign rarely, like, will make... And this is, like, Invisalign would hate hearing me say this, but... I don't. I don't. I, I think I've signed my deal to go speak for them. <laughs> IDS. So <laughs> okay. Um, it's almost. It's all. It's almost never a need. It's almost right. never ever a need. Exactly. Um, it, it's almost always. You know. It's. It's almost. It's almost never going to make anybody healthier. Although they would love for me to tell somebody that um, straight teeth are easier to keep clean, which I'm sure that they are. But there's uh-huh. plenty of people with crowded teeth who can keep them plenty clean. It's no no, no sure. big deal. Exactly. Um grinding though like now that that one that was a yeah that's a red flag dude you should have i mean i I guess i could see like if you were class two and then they get you into a class one all right maybe that could help with some parafunctional habits but invisalign's not going to take you from a class two to class one no it's just gonna align it's gonna align you from second premolar to second premolar that's all it's gonna do and if the person doesn't know what they're doing 
it's going to leave you with a posterior open bite, which I guess you can't grind your teeth if you have a posterior open bite. So, well, that, I guess okay. <laughs> maybe that's how. Maybe that's what they're that's they're what planning they on that iatrogenic posterior open bite. Yeah, gonna, maybe gonna every time that. they do Invisalign, they're like, "All my patients have anterior open bites, so you won't grind." I promise you. Yeah, no, and it's actually the, the so it's the posterior open bite is the iatrogenic thing. So what happens with Invisalign is. Um, the ClinCheck will almost always show that you can translate a molar, like you can expand a molar out oh, buccally. Okay. But you can't. It's a three-rooted tooth, and an aligner can't do that, so the tooth just tips buccally. And when it tips buccally, it raises the plane of occlusion, and you end up with a posterior open bite, an iatrogenically caused posterior open bite. Um, so that's like, that's... Yeah. I, people who don't know what they're doing with Invisalign end up with posterior open bites all the time. Yeah, um, I just, and I'm I, saying that as a person who like as I'm looking at them now and like holy shit, what was I doing? I had, yeah. I had no idea. Um, so yeah, if you if you're grinding your molars, <laughs> let a hack with Invisalign give you a posterior <laughs> open bite, and you can't you can't grind your your teeth. But like I've never seen a patient who needs Invisalign because they grind their teeth. No, no, and especially I mean it's such a debatable reason, the ideology of the grinding, you know, yeah. or now SSRIs. I, I mean, there's so many. Yeah, I have seen patients. That have, so I, I talk about abfractions a lot when I talk uh-huh. about like digital technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I start by showing like how I increased the number of class five composites I do a month by, by doing new patient scans with Itero, uh-huh. which is like the least fucking sexy thing of all time. <laughs> Cause like no one wants to do class right. five composites, including me. But every time I do a class five composite, we look at the scan and almost every time there's a it's it, there's a big heavy interference on the cusp uh-huh. where the where the outfraction is. So now we can talk about more exotic comprehensive dentistry. Sometimes it's Invisalign, sometimes it's it's other stuff to to change the bite. Would that be restorative or, or whatever? So the the class fives actually kind of pay like my Itero payment. Yeah, but it has nothing to do with the class fives. The class fives are just like it's easy for me to run the report in Open Dental of how many posterior buckle surface gotcha. restorations I do. Like that's just an easy report to run, right? Yeah. But yeah. what it's really about is like, hey, when I were doing a class five, I'm also having this other discussion with the patient. And not everyone's going to say yes, but there are plenty of times I look at it, I'm like, you've got, you know, you've got a class five on on four, five, six, right? Uh-huh. Big gap fractions. Nowhere else in your mouth, just four, five, six. We're filling those today. Why do we have these? Let's look at your scan. And there's this huge interference on the buckle cusp of, Four, yeah. five, and six. No, and, so and like, you brought something up a while ago. That. There you go, Invisalign. You, and and I've been started doing it since you brought it up, and that was the Itero scan. All new patients. I I started yeah. doing it. They fucking love to be able to see the models three dimensionally, spin it around, and and they get it's active. so much it's, better than photographs. Oh my god, I do both. I I just love yeah. the, the photos. But if you to, only uh, have like, if you could only do like for, yeah. for the patient in a pinch of time or something. Right. It's For the so patient powerful. education part of it, the, the, the Itero scan is way, it's 3D, it's interactive. You can zoom in, yep. zoom out. You have the they understand gram. Yeah. yeah. You, and then you can show them the, the monochrome, like monochrome mm-hmm. is great for gingival recession, class fives, mm-hmm. wear facets, stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I, in that situation, yes, I would say like, yeah, you know, like your bite's hitting heavy here. That's why yeah. you need these class five fillings. Let's do these class five fillings, but let's think about Invisalign in the, in the long run. Yeah. I would never tell them you need Invisalign. Exactly. Yep. And then that. the other thing is here for this dentist, whoever this dentist is, wherever this dentist is, uh-huh. you're t- this, like, this isn't a one and done treatment. 
where you have somebody exactly. pissed off and you do their filling and like, all right, well, if you never come back, that's fine, whatever. Uh-huh. This is somebody you're going to have to see for like yeah, multiple visits or like the next at least six months. Yeah. You really want like somebody who's super pissed off for that every time? Like, yeah, that I, I, yeah, it's not $5,000. You're, you're, no, well, is so not that, but you didn't, yeah. yeah, you didn't sign anything. So let's, well, we, we can talk lab fees because I'm, I'm, um, <laughs> intimately aware because I've been paying a fucking lot, lot more of them lately since uh-huh. I took that course. Um, Let's say they're not tiered in a reward, which okay. I doubt they are. If they're telling, if if they're this strict, they're doing they're doing enough to probably be gold, um, you know, Visalign gold providers. Um, if they have no tier, it's eighteen seventy nine. Okay. For uh, Invisalign comprehensive adult, eighteen seventy nine. Um, if they're gold, it's sixteen sixty or like sixteen fifty or something like that. So it's okay. like sixty. It's like two hundred three hundred dollars off. Um, okay. If they're dying, like once you start getting up to like. There's like gold and gold plus, and then uh, there's something in between. And then once you start getting like diamond, diamond plus, the live fee gets down to like eleven hundred bucks. Okay. Um. So you you can get it down pretty good if you're if you're a pretty high level pretty high level member. Gotcha. Um. So at the maximum, the live fee's eighteen hundred bucks. But I've had before a patient change their mind on me, mm-hmm. and I'm not an asshole. So I just called and visit. I was like, hey, the patient changed their mind, and they're like, yeah. okay, cool. Send us back the trays and we'll take it off your deal. Uh-huh. They're totally cool about it. They're fine. Let's see what their stock is today. Let's see what a line stock is today. We should be doing this every week on the fucking program because <laughs> their stock is insane. Is it? Um, like their Bitcoin? stock today is five eighty nine seventy six. Really? Do you want to know what it was a year ago? Not really. Uh, a year ago, it was two sixty. Really? It's now five eighty nine. I'd like to what think happened? I'm solely responsible for that. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, so they've di- they de- debuted a couple of new iTeros. Um, Smile Direct Club, um, you know, had had some really rough earnings. They had good earnings. Um, they bought Exocad. Um, oh, really? So they've just they've just sharply um, diversified their portfolio. You know, they've sharply diversified where their earnings come from. Um, okay which I think is a big part of it. Um, so when their earnings are coming strictly from aligners and then another aligner company comes around, you know, that's, that's tough, but another aligner company is not going to come around that also has a scanner that also owns a software like Exocad. That's right. You know, that and three shape are the, the two design softwares that every lab in the country uses. It's one of those two. Gotcha. Um, so you're, you're highly diversified in the digital dentistry game no matter what happens or who comes along, you're a player. And they're, uh-huh. in my opinion, they're the most powerful company in dentistry. Um, and I don't just say that as a, as a lackey. Um, so if they have to cancel this, they, they will absolutely. Like if you just order these trays, if you just went through the clin check and all that stuff and clicked yes and all that, like first off, that's, that's when you should have signed stuff. Yeah. If you're the dentist and you didn't get the patient to sign consent form, financial agreement, all that stuff before you got records, Mm -hmm. that's your fucking problem. Like you should have had the patient sign and pay their down payment and all of that before you took records. Like the day you take records, all that gets situated. You don't accept a clin check until all that shit is done. Yeah. So it's kind of on them for not doing it. Um, And if they contact Invisalign and just say like, hey, this patient backed out, Invisalign will give them a credit and, and they will... They will mm-hmm. ask you. Just send the trays back in. It's not a big deal. It's happened yeah. to me before. Yeah, this just sounds like a shitty dentist. It's like why would you treat some like 
No. Why do you want to, like, now you have a pissed off patient that you now have to see every uh-huh. six or eight weeks. That sounds like it sucks. I don't want that. I would rather not. I would rather not. Yeah, you, you have your morning huddle, they're going to see your name on the schedule and go, ah, damn it. It's a lose-lose for everybody. This is just dumb. Yeah. No, it sucks. And you, why didn't you get all this stuff taken care of before you fucking collected? Yeah. yeah. Dumb. Dumb. Yeah, you need to switch dentist necessary resolution. Um, you didn't sign anything, so just don't call and don't go. Yeah. You're not on the hook for anything. Man, make sure they don't bill your insurance either. Oh, uh, yeah, good point. Because uh, generally, ortho is like once a lifetime kind of benefit. So, yeah. Um, Reddit user um, random alt name asks <laughs> How can I buy some articulating foil if I'm not a dental professional? Are there any sites that sell to the general public? I found some articulating paper on Amazon, but it's much thicker than the foil I found on. Henry on I found of like Henry Shine or other dental sites. How can I pick up some of my own? Yeah, I think you're shit out of luck. I don't think if you can. I think you if you find it on Amazon, you're probably fine. But why? Why does a non dentist want articulate? That was the big question. Is why? Why do you care? Why would you? I can't. I can't. I just. I guess I don't have enough hobbies to know that there maybe there's something it would be awesome for. I can't think of anything. But Amazon has Bausch articulating paper like that 100 micron shit okay <laughs> that stuff's awesome for marking every fucking yeah. surface in the mouth like uh-huh. you have somebody bite down in that Bosch articulating paper and i'm like do i just grind everything because it yeah. marks everything, everything. yeah um, i guess you i do. don't <laughs> i don't use that stuff do you use that stuff the Bausch? no the I, big thick Bausch. no uh-uh no i got troll foil did an implant today so i had you know shim stock the whole well, so that's like the, the articulating foil thing was weird to me. Um, so AccuFilm is... I use Troll Foil. Okay, so that's the only other time I've heard it called foil is on Troll Foil. Uh-huh. So I'm looking at AccuFilm. I want to see what the thickness is on AccuFilm. Um, you think this would be on the fucking package. You kind of would, yeah. How thick is... 21. 21 microns. AccuFilm is 21 mm-hmm. microns. Let's see how okay. thick troll foil is. Troll foil is, this is just spectacular radio. Great here. pod. Great pod. Um, eight micron. Eight micron, yeah. So troll foil is um, a third, eh, a little a little more than a third of the thickness of AccuFilm 2, which mm-hmm. is a quarter of the thickness of the thick Bausch. I've never heard it called articulating foil. I haven't either. Let me see if that's actually a thing. Are there Shimstock are... is 0. 0.65. So Shimstock is 0. 0.65 uh-huh. millimeters. Points. Yeah. No, 0. 0.65 millimeters? Uh-huh. No, there's no chance. It's gotta be it's gotta be six microns. Point well, 0. 0.65. That's a 302 stainless steel shimstock, unpolished, finished, hard temper. Yeah. Half a millimeter is a huge number. That, Shimstock that seems, has to be. Yeah. Shimstock has to be thinner than that. I wonder if that's for a different industry. I'm just looking through the. Okay, so sh- the one I'm looking at from Almore, Shimstock is eight microns thick. They do okay. make a twelve micron Shimstock as well, but the Shimstock that I know, like what we got in dental school, is eight uh-huh. microns thick, which is okay. the same as your. So the same as troll foil. foil. Okay. So articulating foil though. So when I was trying to do my occlusion on the implant today, I could have just stuck with a troll foil and call it good. 
Yeah, I mean, they're both 8, eight micron. Yeah, because you're trying to pull the um, one through and full clench, bite light. So, yeah. See, Safco has... If you search for articulating foil on Safco, it comes with cross... It comes up with... Okay, hold on. Articulating foil, 12 microns. Okay, so it seems to me you live your life like a candle in the wind. Um, <laughs> if, if it's sub 12 microns, if it's 12 microns or under, you call it foil. Okay. Thicker than that, you'd call it paper. Okay, sure. I'm going to go with That's that. That's what it is. Or, or, okay, so yeah, actually, it's, it's even broken down even more than that shit. Mm. 12 microns and under seems to be foil. Okay. I see something that's 13 microns that's being called film. Ah, so you can have foil, So there must be, or and then paper. Paper, foil, and film. So AccuFilm would be in that sort of middle range where okay. it's, what did we say AccuFilm was, 21? Yeah. 21 microns. Yeah, so like 13 to 21 is film, and then 22 and above is paper, I guess. Okay. Although the papers all seem pretty big. 71 microns, 127 microns. Jesus Christ. Um, Start grinding. Yeah. You used to get a belt sander on their teeth on that one. 89 is still being called paper. 89 is still being called paper. 13, it becomes film. And then Shimstock occlusion foil comes in either 8 or 12. So 12 seems like the magic number. Below, 12 and below... Uh-huh. It is considered foil. Gotcha. Um, I may have to try some of this troll foil. Uh, it's just handy. I like it. So you say that you got it, you used it for an implant. Yeah, I was marking with the troll foil, but then, you know, when you lightly bite together, you want to be able to pull the, the shim stock through. Yeah, and then when they're that's a good idea. Grind, clenching all the way down, then you don't want it to pull through at all. So you got to, okay. yeah, don't it overload it. It still doesn't answer my fucking question no. <laughs> of why does a patient need this? No, I... Some maybe some hobbyist that uh, I can't think of any hobbies. You'd need that of all the things in a dental. Like I would pick a thousand things in a dental office that a random person that's not a dentist would want before articulating uh-huh. foil came up. Like yeah. we've talked about roach clips and uh-huh. uh, cotton forceps and you know uh, crown and bridge scissors. There's like a, you know a scaler, a mirror. This yeah. A hundred things before I would ever get like, couldn't you just get, if you needed it for some hobby, like wouldn't you just get like whatever those like carbon paper inserts are? Can you use that? Yeah, you'd think. Like why would you need articulating foil? Eight micron or 12 micron and below articulating foil. Like I'm a fucking restorative <laughs> dentist. I didn't even know what the difference between articulating <laughs> paper and articulating foil was. Well, you're never going to forget it now. I'll never forget it now. Yeah. Uh-uh. I know the number of microns that yeah. is, is <laughs> I, if you don't think I'm going to work that into every fucking lecture from now on, <laughs> you're wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, why would someone need that? And what the fuck are you going to do with it? Oh, I got to check my own bite. Cool. What are you going to do about it, bro? Yeah. Yeah. You just God, I know. hate that fucking, I'm going to, I'm going to take my Bosch articulating paper and get, it smells like crayons. You, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. So do you have any at your office? I don't think I do. If you have some, if you can find some, smell it. It smells okay. like crayons. All right. You know, like, like a box of crayons, how a box of crayons smells. I don't know if it's like the wax. Do you or put what, it in your like, armpits first and then Yes, it? absolutely. <laughs> That's why my armpits are all blue. <laughs> the other thing about that is that shit just gets everywhere. That thick, like, you, you, yeah. like it's all over your thumb. It's all over your gloves. It's, all, it's smeared on the patient's face. Uh-huh. It's just everywhere. 
<laughs> just grind the shit out of everything. I just don't, I don't get it. Yeah. It's not, I, I hate, that, like, how high, how out of occlusion does something have to be where you're like, oh, this will show me the one spot that's out of occlusion. Like, that, I should be able to see that shit with my naked eye then. Yeah. <laughs> if it's like 120 microns out of occlusion. Holy shit. Um, why does someone need this? I, now I kind of want to know. I need, I need to know. What are you using this for? Like, can you smoke it and get high or something? God, I don't. I think people smoke so many things, maybe. Well, it's like now, like, what do you, like, you can buy weed in almost, you know, you can buy weed legally almost everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, why do you get uh, We don't need to be. <laughs> getting creative with it, what you're eating. Yeah, yeah, last night, last night, Fig, um, I let, I let the boys out to go to bed, or to go out to the bathroom before I, we went to bed. And oh, so you let there. the dogs out. I did let the dogs out. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Lance. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Um, and he, I, I noticed him, he'd been out for a while and he still like wasn't standing at the door. And so I got there and he's like, I, I see his like tail and the landscape lights, like uh-huh. shining up against the wall. And he's like in the bushes and he's chasing after something. And it's, it was a frog or a toad or something. So I get him, get him inside. And he's like smacking his lips. Like, so it was pretty obvious that like he had the frog in his mouth or he <laughs> licked it or something. Uh huh. And it's just for, like the next hour he's like, well, smash cut to like three or Three thirty in the morning, and I hear him barfing on his bed. Oh God! And so now Andrea is like googling, or is licking a toad toxic to dogs, and she finds like I don't know this like one super poisonous toad in Texas. Um, I forget the name of it, and it's like uh, yeah, the cane toad uh, is it if you if you're if you or a dog licks a cane toad, it's pretty much fucking good night. It's like really just licking that this thing, and if you eat it for sure, it's like a, you're out of here. Wow. Um, but it's huge. It's like a, it's like a nine inch toad. And it's like all right, who's fucking <laughs> who's who's licking a nine inch toad? Um, <laughs> it's just like I remember that used to be a thing in Beavis and Butthead where they would like. It inspired kids to do it in real life to like find frogs and then lick them, you know, to get high. Mm-hmm. So yeah. You don't have to do that anymore. You can just buy like this fucking super le- like legal, super strong, genetically enhanced marijuana now at the fucking corner store. <laughs> and it's like the need to lick a fucking toad is gone. Like it just like that will never happen again. Like the shit we used to like try to do to get high as kids. Um, you know, huffing paint. Like, there will never be any of that. Like, no one needs to huff paint anymore. We don't need to keep the Krylon in a uh, in a life locked up uh, deal at, at Home Depot. It's like, well, you can buy weed. You can buy yeah. weed. Just legally walk in and buy weed anywhere you want. Exactly. Like, take the locks off the Krylon. Nobody has to worry about licking a cane's toad anymore. Um, it's just all... It, it's, it's Like, all of that is magically gone as soon as we legalize marijuana. Why didn't we do this sooner? <laughs> like all that other shit that kids used to do to get high has to be far more dangerous than yeah. the, you know, GMO Maui Wowie uh, or Pineapple Express or whatever that you can get at MedMan, um, <laughs> you know, from the, from the fucking dropout chemist who works at the at the deal. Um, but yeah, don't don't lick toads, kids um, and don't smoke articulating paper to get high. 
Would it be wild if it turned out that was like a f- real fucking great high? If you just, and yeah. we just had articulating paper like around us just forever. And you're just like, we didn't know. Yeah. We just had no idea. That, no that idea. Would, that would be wild. Opportunity lost. Um, do you know anybody who's into licking toads? If you do, I, tell them about the show. I bet Clint does. I, over under on, you think maybe Clint's maybe licked a, licked a toad in his life? Um... Like maybe during the New York years? Sure. Uh, we'll go with, yeah, could be. <laughs> of, of the people I know, he would be amongst the ones that I would say like, yeah, he'd probably give that a try. <laughs> I don't mean that like him. in that he's like a fiend for chemicals. And you just think he's a super cool guy, he's super uh-huh. nice. And like if somebody around him is like licking a toad, I'd be, yeah, fucking pass the toad over here. Let's roll. <laughs> I, just, I, I just think he'd be game. I just think he's, <laughs> he's a game for any. Like he does Iron Man's. Like anybody does yeah. an Iron Man. Like you're fucking game to lick a toad. I I'm bet you lick sure. a toad. You lick a lot of Absolutely. things. And you have like how else do you how else do you do the Iron Man unless well, you're blitzed out of your mind? Lick a toad and go. That sounds like the best way to do it. Is that <laughs> it's that's the only way I'm the doing stations, it? Right. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only way I'm going to make it. Uh-huh. Is if I'm if I'm hallucinating fabulously. Uh-huh. That's the only way. Yeah, there's and all like, these Gatorades everywhere and a, a box a box of toads. And a toad. And and I'm just hallucinating that the fucking golden girls are running with me. And there's like there's Blanche and and <laughs> Rose. Rose. Um, and Dorothy. Yeah. Is there a Dorothy? I feel like there had to have been a Dorothy. It's, it's probably. Um <laughs> Yeah, tell them about the show. That's how we grow the show. <laughs> One new toad liquor at a time. <laughs> Hit us up with a review. What's your favorite number? I'm a big fan of five. If you had to lick a certain number of toads, how many would it be? I'm starting with five. Yeah, and then just seeing where the night takes you from there. Pretty much. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, if you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us by the web, workinginterferences.com. Uh, hit us up on all the social bullshit. Social Facebook, bullshit. Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Funny shit for Dennis and Dental Team members. Twitter, uh, at Winterferences. Instagram, at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram, at DMD. I can be found on Instagram, at DDS. Mash that follow button. Lance, tell me about your song. Are you familiar with a punk group called The Stranglers? Too many teardrops for one heart to be crying. Um, no, I'm okay. not. All right. I- I'm assuming they're not from Boston. They're not the Boston Stranglers. There's always the sun. Mm-hmm. There's always the sun. Always, always, always. They are not. Well, at yeah. least the charges were dropped. So, the, uh, and again, they are from England. However, <laughs> here's one of those zigs then zag. Okay. They they put out a song. They were early punk people and that whole thing. And, and they put out a song called Golden Brown. like sun lays me down with my mind she runs throughout the night no need to fight never a frown with golden brown. you ever heard of that 
it's I not, am not. It's not really punk. I mean, how punk is it with a harpsichord, right? Well, I mean, that's, you yeah. know. OG punk. Could yeah. be, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> so At some point, it had to have been, like these kids and their fucking harpsichords. You know, at some point. <laughs> the parents are like, turn down your harpsichord. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so... um now, Golden Brown was a little bit of a departure back in 1982. Uh, but last year, this guy on YouTube put out a video. Um, are you familiar with um, Dave Brubeck's Take Five? It's one of my favorite albums of all time. Okay. We had, we had a dinner party on, on Saturday night where I cooked the bolognese and <laughs> okay. uh, had some wine. And I put on a Pandora station derived from two albums. Miles Davis, kind of blue, nice. and uh, Take Five by Dave Brubeck. Okay. So yes, I am familiar with Dave Brubeck. Then you might Take get five. a kick out of this that this guy Lawrence Mason put out a video where he kind of mashed up Golden Brown and Take Five. So you have this jazzy oh. saxophone doing yeah. Golden Brown. So it, I just thought it was really cool and just had to be the, my next song choice. All right, I'm super looking forward to this because I love Take Five. I'm <laughs> okay. looking at the Stranglers, their members. The lead singer's name Jet Black. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> Except he wasn't born Jet Black. He was born Brian Duffy. Yeah, I go with Jet Black. Too. I guess he's the drummer, actually, looking at it. Um, okay. But that's the first name that came up. He was born in 1938. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This guy's 80 years old. My dad's age, yeah. He's so. 82 years old. It's a punk. He's a punk musician. He's 82. Well, Holy you know, shit! OG um, man. The other people: Baz Warren, Jim McCauley, and Jean Jacques Burnell. Yeah, Jean Jacques Burnell kind of looks like you. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> this picture on on Wikipedia. He's in like a black short sleeve button up shirt. He's playing the guitar and he just looks like he would rather be in five million other places than this. <laughs> he just is not, he's fucking doesn't give a shit. He's not, he's just mentally tuned out. He looks like he's playing the bass. Yeah, bass guitar. Yeah. Uh-huh. He just does not, he gives no fucks about being on stage with this band. Um, let's see who else we have here. Boz Warren. See what Boz looks like. Um, Boz looks a little bit like Matt Penfield from uh, Headbangers Ball MTV. Oh yeah, um, shaved head. He's only fifty-seven, so he's really the baby of the group. <laughs> Eligible for fucking Medicare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you've got um, Jean Jacques JJ, uh, Jim McCauley, which doesn't bring up a Wikipedia for him. It brings up a Wikipedia for Envy and Other Sins. Which I huh. guess is another band that he's in. Okay. Um, so it doesn't say how old he is, um, but it's that's a it's a tough puck band, man. When when the when the kid <laughs> Jean Jacques Brunel is sixty nine years old, Boz Warren is fifty seven, and then the fucking Jet Black guy is eighty two. This is a <laughs> punk band. This is the fucking double ARP punk band right here. Nice. These guys are going to be in like a, 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 a diabetes type two medicine commercial in like in the next three months. Uh, uh-huh. Just like them rocking out and like, oh, yeah, let me uh, let me hit up my uh, my insulin here for my insulin resistant diabetes. Um, 
very strange punk group here. I guess it's just going to happen, right? Where all these punk bands yeah. are all just going to be like in their 70s and 80s. Pretty much. I think we're all doomed. You're supposed to die young, man. If you're into punk, you're supposed to die young. You're not supposed to make it to fucking 82. That's what I was told. What's wrong with you, Jet? What <laughs> is wrong with you? We don't want it. We do not. We don't wish any ill on Jet. Oh, no. He does have atrial fibrillation, though. I'm looking at it. It does oh, have... Wow. It it does have in March 2007. It was announced that Jet Black was suffering from AFib. So hmm. you do share that with him. All right, kinfolk. For Lance Timmerman, I'm Josh Austin. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags.